This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a little podcast. Uh, Jerry Recco did do the warm-up show this morning. But his voice got continually worse throughout the day. He is the fallen ill. Uh, Eddie Scazzeri joins me for the post-game podcast. Welcome, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. And one of the things I want to talk about today is uh, what's going on as far as gas prices and product prices and stocks and electric cars and all these sorts of things. Okay. First of all. Now, I know you don't control the, like, your wife does a lot of the finances mm-hmm. in, in your life. So, like, when you go to get gas, you charge it or you have cash for gas? I charge it. All right. Now, uh, has your wife said anything to you about the price of gas, the, uh, the amount of gas? Have you guys discussed this as a family? Well, the other day was uh, we were in the car together and we had to get gas, which is not a common occurrence. But we were in her car and we're going somewhere, blah, blah, blah. And I just gave the credit card, and she goes, oh, isn't it cheaper cash? I said, yeah, but it's not that much cheaper. And you got to have all that cash on you. Yeah, you know, and now it's a lot. And right. then she, when she looked at the receipt, it was like, she's like, $60. It's like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Right, that's so what it is. But we need gas. And thankfully, we can afford to fill the car up. And her car gets filled up, what, every once every three weeks? Yeah, maybe. she's not doing a lot of driving like you yeah. are. And I fill up mine once a week, and it's not as much as a smaller car. So, But it's one of those things. It's kind of weird. Like When we talk about the price of gas, and it's like oh, almost $5 around mm-hmm. even by us in New Jersey. Yep. Like They legitimately could charge whatever they want. Yeah, Wh- they could. What are you going to do? Not go to work? Right. Yeah. I don't have a choice. But I, I can affect, like, will, do you think it will affect your vacations this year or vacation um, or that sort of thing? Well, even if you're going to fly as opposed to drive, right. flights are crazy. Ridiculous. Because they have fuel in the planes and they yes, have they to do. pay more. And so they're going to pass that on to you. We pass the savings on to you. So we are going up to New Hampshire this summer. Driving? Yes, we are, which is a long drive. Yeah. We'll be you know, multiple tanks full. And have you figured out to get that, What? how many like fill-ups you'll have to do or no? Uh, I'll probably have to fill up um, probably twice on the way up. But not like the second one, won't, I won't use that whole tank. Okay. But yeah, uh, going up to, we're going to drive from our home in Edison up to Brattleboro, Vermont. And then the next day, drive the rest of the way up to northern New Hampshire. Yeah. Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Holla! Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder, like, is that, like, at what point does it start to affect people's lives? It depends on your situation. Now, my wife and I, were in a very fortunate position where we don't have a lot of debt. Right. We have been in our home since 1991. Damn. Damn. And even even though we did a big remodel, everything is paid off. Okay. So So, no home debt. Correct. Now we have, of course, property taxes and everything else, but we don't owe any money on our cars. They're both like, what, seven years old Man, Dave Ramsey would love you. Yeah. And we really don't carry debt. We pay off our, if if we can't afford something, we don't buy it. We don't buy, except like if we needed a car, right? obviously I would have to buy that because I need it for work purposes. You do. And I would have to incur that debt. But 
you know, hopefully our cars will last a couple more years. And yeah. Maybe things will calm down. But yeah, if I can't afford something, uh, I'm not going to buy it. And we, I booked this vacation and uh, the lodging and all that before the inflation really kicked in. Yeah, before everything went nuts. So, you know, it'll ha- our food and gas during the trip will be more expensive than we had budgeted for, but not crazy, not a crazy amount of money. Right. We don't go out to, you know, five-star restaurants. You We're bougies. Going up, going up to northern New Hampshire and our... You know, we're not going to be going on zip lines and taking, you know, a, a cru- sightseeing uh, tours and cruises. We're going to be hiking in the woods, right? Which is free. So they might charge you a toll out in the woods. Yeah. You don't know. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a cheaper vacation. Yeah. So, but at some point, I mean, if it continues and our salaries uh, don't increase to sort of reflect the increase in the cost of living, which uh, news for you they're not going to right. do that um yeah at some point it'll it'll sure you have to really look at okay what are we spending each month on this uh, all right maybe i cut the cable bill right maybe i do whatever cut the uh, uh our cell phone is like it's not that expensive right. but um you know other things that we could look at to uh <laughs> save money we're not there yet but is it possible? Sure. Right. And I guess that's how the the whole thing connects to the economy, right? So you go, and it's so weird how much gas is involved because not only gas for travel for everything, mm-hmm. but for getting products to places. So it affects your grocery charges sure. because the trucks take more gas and then just the trickle down effect, right? So it's like, then that costs money. So then now maybe you won't go on vacation. So mm-hmm. then the hotels take a hit. Yep. Or maybe you go, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to pay uh, the company to come and uh, do the lawn and things like they normally do. Right. I'm going to do it myself. So now that uh, business is losing customers. It's it's unbelievable how much like just the gas thing alone starts to affect everything. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a web. Everything is connected. Everything is connected to uh, the gas. And the COVID then followed up when we're just coming out and things are like, hey, everything. And then we have a war in Europe that right. could be, end up in World War Three. Right. <laughs> That's a problem. That's going to affect a lot of stuff. We have all this, you know, the the Russian oil that we're not getting anymore sanctions against this they fight back this I mean, you know it's a mess and i picked a bad time to decide like oh, i was going to try to start eating healthier like th- so that food is cost much more than uh the regular versions of those foods, oh yeah right? i know so That's, the healthy stuff is very expensive yeah it gets expensive it's very expensive yeah so like like me in in some cases twice as much yes correct? oh for sure yeah yeah yeah, it's nuts. On average, and sometimes probably three times as much yeah, for so, certain products. But yes, On absolutely. average, probably at least double your cost. Absolutely, now, for a lot of them. eat like a bird, so that helps. So it's not that much more money. Right, still. and I'm by myself. Yes. Which is a different thing, too. But yeah. I, I start to wonder, like, at what point... The only thing I really spend money on is I do go out to dinner on, like, Friday night, Saturday night, and that's all I do for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I'm like, huh... Why is this so expensive? Yeah. And then, but then again, then it hits the restaurant industry. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's just terrible how everything's connected like that. And then uh, the other thing people talk now about, oh, I'll get an electric car. I'm going to get an electric car. But when does that pay off for you to get the electric car? Because electric cars are very expensive. Yes. So in order to get an electric car, now you're taking out that loan and you're paying that. When does it, how long do you have to own that car till not putting gas in it starts to pay off for you? Yeah, know? I would guess it's probably at best a break-even situation, you know, it, uh, over the lifespan of the car. Yeah. Maybe you save a little, but it's, I don't, I, I think with the cost of these cars now, of course those will come down. Right. But now, and then the hookups and this and that, and you're still paying to charge your car. Correct. Electricity is not free. Yeah. And that probably, I don't, I haven't looked, I don't know if that's gone up significantly, like, like the other, you know, energy costs. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen that in my bill. Nor I, but 
you know, I think ultimately it's maybe a tiny bit of a savings, you know, but then you have the other, the benefit of it, the, you know, the um, environmental impact and within, I don't know, within, hopefully within our lifetimes, like the uh, 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 gasoline based car will be like a, a dinosaur. Which is in in a way I'm sad because I love driving a stick shift, right? Electric car, no clutch, <laughs> not happening. You can't get a pretend one. Uh, yeah, they have they they do have pretend ones. Pretend clutch. Yeah, come on. The like the one I have in my Subaru has it on the, um, the paddle shifter. The paddle shifters oh, on the on. steering wheel. You don't. I've have... never touched it. Yeah, never touched the paddle. You shifter. don't have a third pedal. It's not. It's not real. Yeah, I used to love a stick shift as well. Mm-hmm. For a long streak, when I was living in Tampa, uh, all the girls I dated all had stick shifts. Yeah, outside of uh, like major cities, and not that Tampa is not a major city, but it, not, it wasn't really at that time. Yeah. It wasn't a huge. I city. mean, the, they stick shifts used to be the majority of yeah. the vehicles. Obviously, back before automatic transmissions, duh. But still, you go to other parts of the country. 60% of the people had sticks, no more. And I remember even when you would go to buy a car, a stick, the stick shift version was $1,000 less. Still is. $1,000? About. Yeah, and you'd be like, but back then when a car wasn't as expensive, yes. that was a significant chunk. Yes, yes. Like now when you look at a $30,000 car, mm-hmm. it's only $1,000, but when cars were like eighteen grand and you, it would 17 if you took the stick shift, yeah, I mean, heck, it wasn't that long ago, 2014, 2000, yeah, 2014, I bought a 2015 Honda Fit for like 21000 Not yeah, bad. Not bad. You know, and you can still find that kind of a car for like under 23 I think. Yeah, even some of the electric models of cars, the, you know, listen, a Tesla is like, is pricey, but mm-hmm. like, I think they have like the Nissan Leaf that is, that is, is mm-hmm. not that expensive, it's, but it's, you know, it looks like a tiny car. But now all the manufacturers, and we were, Ford is a big sponsor yeah. of ours, they're pushing electric, electric, oh, yeah. electric. So the over, I think the price points will come down. Right. I Although believe. right now with what's going on with gas, they know more people are interested. Right. So and they're, also they're, the whole supply chain, go right. back to that, where all these metals, precious metals rare metals that they use in the computers and other elements of the car. Yes. They're hard to get and expensive. And so it's, again, interconnected web. Yeah. And then the other thing that that comes up in all this is uh, the, the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. So you got the 401ks and pension plans and all that stuff. Now they'll say all the time, first of all, you know, that the stock market is a long-term thing. Yes. And if you're not... Like I'm not, I can't pull out of my 401k until I'm, I think 60 or mm-hmm. 59 or whatever. So I've still got years. So not to be too worried about it. Although when you start looking at your statements every month and they're, you're losing a ton of money, it is yeah, I like, somewhat I, concerning. I, I actually, I don't ever look at it. Yeah. I just, cause again, my wife deals with all that, but I've never, we've gone through, you know, God, we've been married for 31 years years so over the over that time obviously the stock market has gone up and down we've had recessions this and that so overall it's a nice steady increase right you look month to month or day to day like some nut jobs do yes you go and drive yourself insane i was one of those nut jobs uh the last time the stock market was in trouble not this year it's like whatever a couple years ago I was looking every day yeah, and it would yeah. ruin my day. Yes. Yes. Like if I saw like the Dow Jones was down, uh, 600 points, mm-hmm. I would be pissed the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, you just kind of detach, yes. you know, that you're, you know, that's your savings or whatever. And, you know, unless you're involved with one of these, uh, places that takes people's retirement money and just goes and right. loses it and all yeah, that. that, you can't you've got your own independent Besides your 401k, you have all your other, excuse me. Like other investments. Yeah, other stuff. I've got your cough, by the way. Nice. And Jerry's, we all kind of shared it. Um, yeah, you have other stuff and you just look year to year. You don't drive yourself crazy. It would drive you bonkers. Yeah. Now, this is also, though, people will say, 
stocks are on sale, right? Mm-hmm. So should you be, should you look at that one? Like yesterday, the stock market, Dow Jones lost a, over a thousand points, 1100 points. Should you buy in now? But you never, you always try to think like, well, what's the bottom? Cause I don't want to buy in now that it goes, gets killed again for the another three months, four months, six months. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, like the people who like this firm that handles our investments and all that vanguard no well no not our person not the company not the 401k your own yeah yeah okay shorehaven shorehaven uh, red bank okay um they like i'm assuming that like you know they do stuff like that and like they make adjustments i i guess they do you know that's what we pay them for right so you know uh, i and you know i'm hoping that they pay attention they've been a firm that's been around a long time or at least the main guy they've you know changed names and did their own thing blah 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 but um i'm hoping that they do that but i'm not like paying attention every day and not worrying about what stocks should i buy but yeah but it's also weird too like if you have any sort of savings right Mm now to have the guts to go and buy oh right stocks with it yeah when you don't know if you'll need it short term and then you're buying yes. stocks with it which you once you decide I'm buying uh stocks now you're not touching them for a long right. time yeah and if you have like if say for whatever you have an extra 10k right for whatever reason but in this economy do you have the balls to go do something right maybe knowing you're not going to get a return for two years right on that many because it's to make go down still but then what if something happens, you, you, you wreck your car or this or that, whatever, you know, your, your, your dog is, uh, needs surgery and you don't have insurance and that's going to be 11,000. Now you got nothing to right. do anything. Right, right, right. And then unless you want to incur debt. Correct. Right. You need your emergency fund. Right. Which Dave Ramsey says should be three to six months of your uh, take home pay. Uh. Let me see. That you would keep in yeah. the bank. Well, luckily for me, you know, that's not a great sum. So <laughs> I think I might have that. So well, you don't have a mortgage. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Which is nice. Yeah. And that's what that's what everyone needs to kind of aim for for retirement. Right? Yes. So when you get to retirement age, you don't want to have a mortgage. Right. And when if if we do when I retire, if we do sell our house we would hopefully be able to buy something for equal or lesser for lesser value. Um, cheaper yeah hopefully you know we don't not going to need a big house we'd have a we would probably need a house the size we have now or maybe even a little smaller you right. know maybe uh, who knows whatever but that's our hope is that we can sell and then buy something for less uh, money right you buy it outright mm-hmm. yeah that's the key to retirement right no, I don't want a mortgage when I'm 65. Right. And then I have to go work at uh, Taco Bell. All those are advertising. It sounds like a very good deal. They are advertising. And if you do want to go work at Taco Bell, it should be money for you to do fun retirement things right. with not paying off your mortgage. Right. Or I'm doing it because I just want to work. Right. Have something to do. I, although, honestly, I'm not one of those people. I I, I will have no boredom problems meaning in retirement same with them, I, right there I with you. find things to entertain myself with i i like to hike i like to garden i like to walk the dog i'm gonna have no like oh my god what am i gonna do now like jerry seems like terrified of that well because jerry doesn't like uh jerry hates if he takes a vacation day and then plans change and he can't do what he was gonna do mm-hmm. and that he is just gonna you know, he has no plans. Mm-hmm. Like, that drives him crazy. Or I'm the opposite. I'm like, I need some days where I have no plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he, like, uh, you know, he is, his schedule is insane. Yes. And he's so busy all the time with the kids and the cornhole and he, the Rutgers and the Cowboys. Very busy. He takes on and creates other stuff also. So he's always busy. And then he talks about, he's talked about on the podcast, when he's uh, done with this, like, he's going to, you know, go work for a Home Depot in yeah. the paint department, or he's going to uh, drive for Amazon. What? Why? You know, just because he doesn't want to, like, be bored, I guess. But I would think he could find other things that he likes to do that wouldn't involve having to work. Right. Like golf. He seems to love golf. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's I, a classic uh, retirement. Yeah, not thing for me, but I understand people who like to do that. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I wish I did like it. Yeah. Because it seems like when you go on vacation and things, like if you go to Arizona or any of the mountains, there's yeah. always these beautiful golf yes, courses. Yeah. It would be great to be like, I'm going to take the day and golf. Right. You always have something to do, an yes. activity that you can do. But for me, I like to put on a backpack and go with the wife and the dogs into the woods and hike a trail right that's what i like to do but similar right you you doing your thing for the day yes although it's free and doesn't it is free cost you well however much of these country clubs yeah cost which, i'm sure they're pricey and i don't have to buy golf clubs and, yeah and all that stuff and then they had this whole baby formula situation oh where people goodness. could yeah i'd be by the way if i had a baby i'd be in full panic mode yeah well, what what is it? Is there any substitute besides breast milk? I, you know, I had tweeted about this. We talked about it on the show. I heard from a lot of people that said, you know, it's it's very regional where there's problems. Mm-hmm. Like you may even even town to town in New, like a place like New Jersey or Long Island, where some towns have it, some towns don't. Some brands they've got plenty of other brands they don't, and I guess some babies are tolerant of some brands and not of other brands. And you know, you know that there are douches out there without babies yep. who went on Amazon and bought and and are still buying as much as they can, right? And they're going to put it up on uh, whatever eBay or whatever, yes, thinking and and gouge people. Then other people said that there was a, it was a problem in the U.S. but not Canada, and you can go on Amazon and switch to Amazon Canada, mm-hmm. and they will ship to the U.S., so then that wasn't a problem. Yeah. Then there were other things going around. Here's uh, how you can make your own formula. I saw a bunch of those, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then the next day, it was like, don't use those things. They don't work. They're very dangerous to the baby. I'm like, oh, my God. Again, complete opposite uh, information on the internet. Mm. This says to do this. This says you'll kill your. Shocking. Baby. It's unbelievable. That there's contradictory information on the internet. Surprising. I actually felt you know you said just said about the guy like uh, somebody like hoarding baby formula and things. Mm-hmm. I went the other day. I, I like this particular oatmeal that they have at Whole Foods, mm-hmm. and I went to Whole Foods, and I don't go to Whole Foods a lot, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to Whole Foods. I'll get, get like, I'll get like eight boxes of them, and I'll never have to go. But I went there. And there were about eight boxes left. I said, I'm not going to buy eight boxes. Well, if someone comes here looking for the oatmeal. Yeah. yeah. I got two boxes. Yeah, and I said, is, I'll come back. Is that a couple of months? No, two, probably a box a week. Oh, oh it's not a case. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Box. Yeah, I just like you. the box. But I actually felt like I didn't want to be a douche and take all the oatmeal that's on the shelf. Not that there's a shortage of oatmeal, but they only had a certain number of on the shelf. Of this particular kind. And, and, and the the whole weird shortages, you know, I've been yeah. using the same deodorant for, you know, since uh, I started using deodorant. What do you use? Right guard. Right guard. Uh, in a can? Yeah. A gold can or? Uh, well, it's uh, that coppery looking. Yeah, the copper can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right guard sport or original, whatever. Or, I think that's the original. Yeah. And be, you know why? Because my dad used it. Right. And that and when I started shaving, I used Noxzema. <laughs> why? Because my dad used right. it. And I, whatever, it's deodorant, I don't care. Right, I started with Menin's Speed Stick. Yeah. Because that's what my father used. your father used. Right. So, and so I've been using that, I, whatever, I just, I'm used to it. So then at the Wegmans in Woodbridge, they stopped, like, all of a sudden, oh, they don't have it. And then I, but I was knew I was going to need it. Oh, not again, don't have it, don't have it. And I said, okay, I'll try this one. I hated it. This other right guard did not like it. So I finally went on uh, Amazon and bought eight cans. <laughs> so I just because I didn't want to be bothered right. with it. Now you don't. Now yeah. you've got deodorant for yeah, as long for, as you've got a couple of months. Right. I'm good, and then hopefully the right guard will come back. Right. But then I, I who knows? Maybe they're going to stop making it, or they have. I have no right. idea. I haven't researched it. But right, that was the other thing we found during the pandemic. Right, they'd be like, uh, "How come I can't find my Tostitos uh, multigrade?" Oh, because the the lack of workers in the factory were only making regular Tostitos. Right. Like maybe they're ma- only making the one type of right guard right. spray. Or it's like, you know, God, this is only being sold to guys over 55. <laughs> the hell with this. <laughs> right. We need a younger demo for but our things deodorant. come back and they cycle around yeah. like Old Spice and yes. now it's back. Or right. Whatever. It knows? is funny when things cycle back around. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do the uh, warm-up program. I, it was an enjoyable uh, finance uh, talk 
uh, with you, Eddie. And then we can hear how ba- bad Jerry sounds. Right. Uh, vocally. Yes. Uh, yes, not content. I'm I'm gonna th- I'm gonna tell this. This is what I think is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna think he reaches out to CeeLo today, see if CeeLo is available for tomorrow, and if he is, sick day. And I, I thought well, during the show, you know, how sometimes when you're not feeling well, you kind of power through, and then you feel yeah. better. I thought that might happen, and that he would wind up doing the podcast with you, and he was feeling better. He got worse. He got worse. It yeah. sounded worse. So yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a thinking that it's going to be a CeeLo situation tomorrow. Right, because then he will he would have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By Monday, he'll still have the cough day, but his voice will yeah, hopefully be Yeah, if it follows the back. same path as it did with you and I, if he's got the same thing. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. But the warm-up show is next, and until then, Eddie and I say... CeeLo! It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, we'll certainly try hard at the very least. 502, hey, what's going on? The Eddie Scazzeri, I can't see you, but I'm sure you're handsome as always. And usually he's across from me. In this case, he's across from me on my screen. I'm home. I blame him. No, I don't really. Uh, Feel like crap, but he's going to guide us through the next hour. His name is Al Maximum Dukes. What's up, man? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. What seems to be the problem? Dude, I don't know. About 8 o'clock last night, 7.30 last night, something hit me like a tidal wave, and here we are. Is that right? Yeah. So what, you got a lot of snot in your nose, that sort of situation? Oh, my throat is, is killing me. The snot situation, the congestion, it is, I don't, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I took a COVID test, home test that said negative, but right. this is, oh. Out of nowhere, man. Did nowhere. I felt your, great yesterday. Did you take your temperature with the butt thermometer? So that's the only way to get a real accurate reading. I did not do the butt thermometer. <laughs> All right, your choice. I guess you don't want a real reading. Because under will... the tongue, and that one that, you know, shoots your forehead under the tongue, great. But if you want an accurate temperature, body temperature, that is yeah. in your butt. Okay, but I will tell you, I feel I don't feel warm to where I need to use the butt thermometer. Okay. All right, if you do though, Jerry, I don't know if you still have a butt thermometer. I don't. I could run one over to you. No. And home. <laughs> that's okay. I don't need. No, that's fine. If I need one, I got CVS and Walgreens around the corner. I'll go get one. Do you think they still have <laughs> butt thermometers at the CVS and Walgreens? Well, why is that any different than a regular thermometer? 
Uh, that's a good question. Aren't they just the regular thermometer we all grew up with? Maybe. Like, and if so, did you put that in no. your... We had two different thermometers growing up. We had a butt thermometer, and we had the one that went into under your tongue. Got it. Well, that would be really gross if you used the same one. Yeah. 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 And I would see my mother wiping it down with alcohol, you know, like alcohol swabs, but there's <laughs> no way. Maybe she said you had no. two. No, no, no. you really had one. I think I saw two separate <laughs> thermometers. I better have. You don't know, though. Next conversation with mom. How many thermometers did we have in the house? Yeah, when you listen to this later, Mom, just text me. I, if we had two different thermometers, one for the butt and one for under the tongue. And Mom Dukes, if you only had one, just tell him you had two. Do not lie. <laughs> that we don't stand for. Jerry, it was a hell of a ride in this morning, and people driving to work this morning, they're going to be in for a little bit of a ride with the pouring rain. The good news is, though, it washed all the pollen off my car. Oh, my God. The pollen is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So you got a car wash without going yeah. to the car wash. Got a car wash. They should have a thing. You know how like you can clean your wipers, you press that button and the, yeah. the stuff. They should have an- another button that shoots like soap uh, <laughs> suds. So, so you're driving, then soap suds in the rain. And then I'm like, wow, I could have washed my car completely off. A self-soaping car. <laughs> a self-soaping car. That's right, Jerry. And then you get your you get a real car wash. From it's this. a pretty good concept, Al. You work on that. Thank you, you can, Jerry. You can patent it because I don't think anybody's done that before. Maybe Rainex is thinking about it, but I'm maybe s- you could be first. I know Boomer has uh, connections at Ford. I'll pitch it to them. Perfect. Make it a Ford exclusive if they want. They don't have right. to pay me, of course. Right Thank on you, the Jerry. Mustang. Yeah, right on the Mustang. Have you seen the new Mustang, uh, the electric Mustang, Jerry? It looks nothing like the regular Mustang. Well, are you talking about the one that looks like a crossover vehicle? No, it kind of looks like... In some ways, like a Tesla to me. Oh, really? Yeah. It's all electric uh, Mustang. It's got the horse on the back. I have not seen that. I mean, I you know me. I've said this before. The Ford Mustang is my favorite car of all time. Yeah. always has been. And it saddens me that at this point I'm kind of coming to the realization I'm never going to have one, most likely. Mm. Probably not going to do that. Um, love that car. I have not seen the all-electric one yet, though. Maybe for your 50th birthday you get yourself a Ford Mustang. But you know what happens then? Oh, midlife crisis. Yeah, this guy. yeah I don't know that I can do that. I like when they always go midlife crisis. No, we finally got to the age where we could afford to buy. <laughs> we saved true. up enough money, and the kids <laughs> are uh, hopefully true. out of college or whatever, or in co- whatever the deal is. But with the stock market, Jerry, forget it. You can't get anything. Yeah, I was watching the CBS. So I didn't realize CBS does an overnight news. Oh, is that right? <clears throat> yeah. So on television. I- yeah, on television. So I know you don't have TV anymore, <laughs> but most people still do and can still get Channel 2. Um, and I sl- I mean, I couldn't even sleep though all night. It was terrible. So I was down here at 3 a.m. And I put the TV on. To- I'm like, oh, I watch ESPN. I'll see if the news is on. I go to CBS. I'm like, wow, they have overnight news. I was pretty impressed by that. So that was kind of cool. And I forget what you mentioned before that, why I even thought of that. But, yeah, the CBS uh, overnight the news. stock market. Yes, they did a big story oh on the gosh, stock market, yeah. losing another 500 points yesterday. Is that all it was? Because at one point, Jerry, let me look at this. Because at one point yesterday, I was like, let me uh, just check in on the stock market. No, it lost, Jerry, 1,165 Oh, I points. thought it was 560 points. Okay. Yeah. Double. That's, only that's double, tough Jerry. Tough day. It, it was only, only lost double. Man. I love when people go, and I don't know anything about finances. I wish I did. But I love when people go, the president has nothing to do with the stock market. I don't know. I don't understand any of it, to be quite honest. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand it either. But it just seems like that if the country is in uh, uh, recession areas and we've got inflation, then why wouldn't the stock market also be terrible? Yeah. Well, we get screwed from every angle. Basically. Every angle, Jerry. Yeah, and I was much. on a roll. I, know. I thought I was retiring at sixty. That's going to be put on hold. It might, unless this thing gets itself turned around. Right. Let's go. Jerry, I see the New York Rangers lost last night. This is a bad one. Yeah. 2-1, yeah, overtime? 2-1. I mean, the game-tying goal is what it was. The problem with this game, twofold. Number one, Capo Caco misses with about, mm, I guess, about six minutes to go in the game, somewhere around there. They're up 1-0. And he misses. A, Ronta is on. If you're if you're looking on the TV screen, he's on the right side of the net, but it was his left. And you've got Kako on the left side, and he's got a wide open half a net, and he misses. Would have made it two nothing with the way the Rangers were playing. They likely win the game. Instead, it stays one nothing. 
Hurricanes come down a couple minutes later. They tie the game. And then in overtime, this is when, and I know you've been to hockey games, and the one thing you always hear from the crowd, shoot the puck. I mean, the, the fans get nuts about it. And last night is the exact example why. I mean, the goal... The, the the guy who scores the winning goal, Ian Cole, basically said in his post-game press conference, didn't know what I was doing, no one was open, so I figured, what the hell, let's throw it at the net. And it goes off Lindgren right in the net. Like, that's why you shoot the puck. Right. It's, it's a bad loss. It is a bad loss. So the the the, the Hurricanes tied it with 2.23 left. Yeah, yeah. And then get the overtime goal, 3. And the Ajo goal was in. legit. Like, that was, you know, whatever. He beat... He beats Shesterkin, nice move left to right, and puts it in. That's fine. It's 1-1, but you had the Kako miss, and then the game winner that had no business going in with the way Shesterkin played. And when I say bad loss, I don't mean the series is over. I just mean when you outplay a team for 52 minutes, you should win that hockey game, and they didn't do that. And now that was – you never know. Maybe Remember the Nets and Celtics? When the Nets lost that game one in Boston, when they had the lead and they lost at the buzzer, a lot of people said, well, that maybe that was the game they needed to steal in Boston. you got to win on the road, and they didn't. You never know. This could end up being the game the Rangers needed to win on the road, and they didn't do it. What's also weird is how the Rangers went down three games to one in the previous series. To me, when I saw this, I was like, all right, they're down one game. You're not wrong, and if they lose, and if they lose again on Friday, down two zero coming home, it's not like the series is over. All I'm saying is, when you have opportunities in a seven game series, man, it hurts not to take advantage, especially when you were the better team for almost all of the night and on the road, like you said, and on the road, a hundred percent. Well, and you know, it's funny; it's probably worse if you were at home because you lose a home game. But yes, especially on the road when you had a chance to steal it for sure. You need to steal one on the road, and that uh, goalie—that was a former Ranger goalie—is that right, Jerry? Anti Ranta. Anti Ranta. Anti Ranta. Can you spell Anti Ranta? A N T I. I think there's two I's, but you might be right. Ranta. R A A. Nice. N T A. Yeah. Yes. I think nice. there are two T's. No, I think that's right. R A A N T A. I think you, you're right. You send it like Pat Sajak there. You go. Mm, there are two T's. <laughs> Vanna. <laughs> Where Turn you those at? numbers. <laughs> Turn them around. Right, yes, so we the, have two A's. So then the next game is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night in Carolina. In Carolina. Yeah. Ooh, tomorrow's Friday. That's a Friday night game. Yeah, man. it's kind of fun. This you know. is. I think this series goes every other night straight through. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, give him a rest. It's the NBA that does the two and three night break. Sometimes you want to, you know, it's like, come on, let's yeah. get going. Maybe not three, but you could definitely have a series where they play on Wednesday and not till Saturday. And then today, uh, the the baseball games are both day games. Good. Let's finally wrap up these series. My right. God, Yankees Baltimore twelve thirty five. Yes. Um, Cardinals Mets one ten. I think the rain's supposed to stop. No, they'll play by noonish. I think even a little earlier than that. I think they'll play. I don't oh, think that's that right? going to be an issue. Yeah, yeah I th- the issue for the Mets is Max Scherzer. So you're saying if I get home today at my usual time and I go to walk my dog, I will not be walking in the pouring rain? I don't think so. Nice. When I looked at the hourly, I see 10 a.m. it stops. I like that. That's not terrible. That isn't terrible. Uh, but you mentioned, Jerry, Max Scherzer. So last night, he's pitching, doing fine. Doing fine. Doing would you say, Jerry, in the by the sixth inning, he was doing pretty good, or would you say he was doing pretty good? I would say he was doing pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, he wasn't great, but he was, you know, he gave up a couple of runs, all good, no problem. Mets actually scored for him in the bottom of the fifth, which was nice because he was, I don't want to say, but he wasn't being degrommed because it wasn't nothing, nothing through five or through four or whatever. But uh, they score a few runs for him, and they did it. How? Small ball. Small ball. Which was kind of cool. Alon- you know what's interesting about that? I don't know if you saw the highlights or watched I the did. game. but So, Alonzo, you've got first and second. Alonzo hits the ground ball in the hole between third and short. And the left fielder, who his name is escaping me at the moment, the runner is at third base. Agreed. And they don't even tr- – it was like he just let him go home. And I think it was either Keith or Ron where they were like, well, that was a good play because of the speed. I'm like – Really? Like, you didn't even try? And then not only that, then on the sack fly by Escobar. Again, he just didn't even... He All right, just flip it in. It's a run. They just, like, conceded the runs, which I thought was really weird. They had then on another one, yeah, they, they cut off the uh, they cut off the throat of the plate. Strange, right? Yeah, it was weird. And and on the Alonzo one that you mentioned, the camera angle was such that you saw, every, that you saw where the left fielder got the ball and where the runner was. 
Yeah. He was just rounding third. Correct. It was very strange. I thought it was, I really thought it was odd. I want actually, because I'm, I'm doing this off memory as yeah. opposed to looking at it. Um, I thought he was, when I was watching it, and I was watching this live at the time, I was back and forth on the Ranger game and the Met game, but I saw this little rally by the Mets, and my first thought was, he's a dead duck at home. Um, and but but that also comes back to you know you always say send them send, send them. them make them make a play and last night they didn't make them make a play I'm just trying to figure out who this was so this was in the this was the bottom of the fifth inning if I remember correctly because it's where they scored the runs yeah because then Scherzer was able to go back out uh, in the sixth with a lead which was actually kind of nice for him so if I look here in the fifth inning Lottie it was the Alonzo single. Oh, it was Mark Hanna. Right, he got hit by the pitch. Oh, no, he just walked. He got hit by the pitch earlier. Um, it was Lindor that got hit. Well, by the way, three more guys get hit last night. Oh, by the way. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I was really, it was ridiculous. Alonzo single, it was Canna who was at second, and he comes all the way around to score. And I'm thinking, when they said, well, again, it was Keith Aron, I forget who it was, when they're like, well, he's really fast. I'm like, really? He is that fast? I, I thought he was going to be out, but whatever. Good for the Mets. They get a win. And ha- Oh, one other thing. How about the Luis Guillaume bunt as he pulled the ball. I know he didn't get a single out of it, but that was tremendous. What he drag bunted, Jerry? Pretty much, yeah. And it was like it was an easy run. Like you're sitting there watching that, and I don't know. I'm not sitting here saying that's because of Buck Showalter. I don't want to go that far. But you look at an inning like that. I don't know. I feel like in the past, especially the last several years for the Mets, I really do feel like they've been much like a lot of other teams. If they don't get the three run homer the rally basically dies. Last night, with the way they pushed those runs across, and I know Alonzo homered late in the game, but that fifth inning to me was tremendous because it wasn't reliant on a ball going out of the park. I don't know. I thought it was a fun inning to watch with a lot of different things that happened. Yeah, they got four runs in the fifth, five runs in the eighth. Yeah. They crushed it, Jerry. Let's take a break here, Jerry, and then we'll come back and talk about this Max Scherzer situation. Yeah, fair enough, because that is... um... There's something there that's going to be concerning that we saw on social media after the game. So we will get to the uh, the Scherzer situation. Also, the Yankees, who do nothing offensively. And guess what? The Yankees still win because that's what they do. And the Rangers lost game one to Carolina. It's Al and Jerry until 6, Boomer and Geo then right here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, nice to have you with us on a Thursday wet morning. Al and Jerry until 6 o'clock. I am home. Al is in the studio. Lots to talk about. Before the break, we discussed the Rangers, of course, losing in Carolina, then went to the Mets uh, and their win last night over the Cardinals. So they've guaranteed themselves at least a split of this four-game series. Uh, But as Al pointed out, let's talk about Scherzer. So last night, Uh, In the sixth inning, Max Scherzer points to his side after a couple of pitches in the inning uh, and comes out of the game. The Mets are calling it left side discomfort. He will go for imaging today. And what's bad about this more so than just the injury, Al, I don't know if you saw the video that Evan Roberts retweeted, is Jeremy Hefner, I guess he's looking at Buck Showalter. If you read lips, he says it's bad. Really? That's not good. What was weird is Ronnie Darling knew immediately – that he wanted out of the game. Like, at the second that it happened. Right. And Scherzer was given the uh, the cut sign by his throat, like, I'm done. Yeah. Get now, me out of here. Get me out of here. Now, he's having an MRI today, I'm seeing, this morning. Correct. I might go over there to check that out with him. You're going to go oversee the, uh, the MRI? I just see what's going on over there with breaking news, live breaking news. If I, I don't know how to read an MRI, but if there's something seriously wrong, I'm sure I'd be able to see it. 
Well, but even if you're there and you could just get the information, you could break the story, which yes. you could tweet it out around the country, and you would get credit. I would get credit. Who and, needs John Morosi and John Heyman? We yeah. got Al Dukes. John Heyman would have to be like, Al's boring tweets with it first. <laughs> yes, he would. Catching up on credit. <laughs> yes. Now, you said, Jerry, that you saw something on social media. That, that yeah. What was that all about? So it was Evan Roberts retweeted it. And I'm going to try and find it now, and I will retweet it as well so you can see it. Oh, that's the Jeremy Hefner thing. Correct. Because I also saw on the social medias, Jerry, let me get to it, uh, Anthony DiComo uh, tweeted a video of Max Scherzer saying, quote, I don't think this is a major strain. Well, he said that. Yeah. He said that to the reporters afterwards. Yeah. And his main point was, I felt something. It was a little unusual for me. So rather than push it and make it worse, let me just come out, get it taken care of, and hopefully it's nothing. I'm just telling you what Jeremy Hefter said. I don't. There's definitely two different thoughts here. Um, I've always been of the thought that Max Scherzer pitches. This guy does not miss games. He really has never missed many games in his career, but he's also not a young man anymore. He's not 25, so little things like this could happen. If he misses a start, not a big deal. If he ends up missing more than that, you get worried. Maybe Jeremy Hefner is one of these guys that's like uh, worst-case scenario is everything. Like, doom and gloom? Yeah, like a doom and gloom guy. As soon as, as soon as Scherzer wants out of the game, oh, boy, this is going to be a problem. It's possible. Or it's very maybe, possible. maybe he had that reaction because, like you just said, Max Scherzer is a tough guy and doesn't come out of games, doesn't miss games. Right, and maybe the fact that he actually asked out, he got a little or concerned. Like, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh is right. Uh-oh, very possible. Oh, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, the thing that stinks is – you know, when you look at what the Mets are supposed to be, essentially, and they've been good. They're, what, 25 and 14, all is all is fine. But when you look at them and you think of them as a whole team, if they could ever stay healthy, you actually had some positive news yesterday. Not only was great news, but you had positive news on Tuesday afternoon, yesterday morning, whatever, about Jacob deGrom, that the imaging showed that he's getting better and that there's progress and whatever. He's going to continue the throwing program. And you think, you know what? Maybe you get Jacob DeGrom back early July, and now you've got this one-two punch that you envisioned between him and Scherzer, and if they continue to build on this lead or maintain this lead, now they're set to take off. Now you go out last night in a game you're winning, and all of a sudden now you're concerned about Scherzer as DeGrom hopefully is making his way back soon. It's just, man, it's frustrating if you're a Met fan. You can never play a whole season without all these stupid injuries. Imagine we don't have DeGrom or Scherzer, Scherzer pitching, and we haven't even got to our kickoff to summer party at DJ's yet. Well, that's what's going to happen. Is that right? Here's, here's what I think. If he misses two starts, no problem. Agreed. I'll give him two starts to miss. Yeah, I mean, that gives you basically two weeks. Not that big a deal. That's fine. I did think of you last night, though, when I'm trying to think who it was. The guy in the Cardinals... So did you, did you see the guy in the Cardinals slide into second base and kind of jammed his foot? I did not. All right, so that that was in the, I don't know, it was the top of the fourth or top of the fifth. I forget which inning it was, but it was right there in the middle of the game. He steals second, um, or is attempting to steal second. He slides into second base, he jams his foot, stays in the game. Then he's in the field the next inning, and it was a few pitches in. Yeah, he's got to come out. And I'm like, he's walking off. He doesn't. I'm not saying he's not hurt, and maybe the St. Louis papers have what the report was who know maybe he ruptured his Achilles I don't know my point is I'm thinking about these hockey players they had the story about the guy on the Rangers basically was skating and playing with a fractured ankle or a foot or whatever these guys just yep stitch me up I'm good put it put a piece of tape on it I'm going out and playing these baseball guys it's fascinating they're soft Jerry well, and Edmonds, is, I guess the kid's name is Edmonds. He was supposed to get the night off. Next thing you know, he gets thrown in. He's having a catch with uh, Nolan Arenado to warm up. And the other guy's like, man, I'm done for the night. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, take me out. It's unbelievable. They're, you're, like, they're made out of cotton. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's bizarre. And these pitchers, too. Mike, and again, Scherzer's a tough guy, so I'm not calling him out by any stretch. But it's like every two seconds. Uh, you know what? Mm, eh, something's not right. Like, you think Bob Gibson... Would have been coming out if he felt a little twinge in his ankle. Of course not, Jerry. No, these guys all pitched and played. It's just so different. It really is. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't know. These guys are made of pretzel sticks. Uh, it certainly pretzel seems rods. like that. Yeah, it seems like that. Old pretzel rod arm and leg. Yeah. So who's the next Met to go down, do you think? Well, you think Alonzo? What do you think? Yeah, Alonzo. We got to go big name. So DeGrom, Scherzer. Let's go Alonzo. Alonzo. What Meanwhile, the hell? That guy's been... Beaned in the face, car accident, 
that guy's been through it, and he's out there. And he continues to be out there. That is that is true. You forget about the year he's had. <laughs> yes, just you think prior, about before sp- the year started. The spring training, the T-bone action with the accident, then hitting the face with a fez. I mean, my God. He had another thing, too, which I, every time I forget, the audience reminds me. He had something else, like, right after or right before the car accident, which was something weird. In spring training? Yeah. I, mean, I can't remember what it was. But it, was well, some, it was some sort of uh, he escaped an injury. Well, here's what we know. The guy gets hit, gets knocked down, and keeps on going. Let's hope it doesn't catch up with him because it's a, it really is. It is frustrating. Every two seconds, who's hurt? Who's banged up? Who's not playing? Who needs a week? I mean, come on. But what? And, and again, like I said before, three more guys get hit last night. Now, I believe, I think, I think all three of them were on curveballs, I think. But still, like it's just, and if you're the Cardinals with what happened and transpired in St. Louis, and I think the second guy, I'm trying to think. I know Lindor got hit. I know Canna got hit because Canna got annoyed. I, and Alonzo got hit. That's right. Alonzo got hit earlier in the game as well. I think when Lindor got hit, he got hit by a guy that was making his third or fourth appearance in the big. So maybe a little nervous. I get that. But the other ones, I mean, what are we doing? They've been hit. Oh, hello. I think it's 28 times they've been hit now, which is just nuts. What, so What's that, Jerry? <clears throat> that was Sean Marks. Kyrie? <laughs> no, you... <laughs> Did you see the first game of this series uh, between the Mets and Cardinals? The uh, the guy that the coach who threw down Pete Stubby Alonso. Clap. Stubby Clap. Stubby yeah. Clap. Pete, you know, he's the first base coach, and uh, Pete Alonzo was playing first base. They kind of gave uh, an, fist an, bump. an air fist bump. Like They did. That's baseball, man. We're, hey, we're good. Hey, we're just competitors, man. Because you're right. SNY was on that as he was running out to the field thinking, yeah. and they had the camera on Clap or Clap? What's his name? Stubby Clap? Is that his name? Stubby Clap, I think. The first base coach. Oh, that's the other thing. I saw one of the um, when the guy on the Cardinals did get hurt last night. The guy that went out to look at him, is that Jose Akendo? Remember him from the eighties? Yeah, I love Jose Akendo from the eighties. I meant to actually check that. I forgot. I'm gonna check that during the break. Google that up, Jerry. Uh, I will Google that up. Yeah, but anyway, to your point, yeah, SNY had the camera on him, and they were curious. We're gonna have fireworks here, and it said, "No, Peach, just a nice guy." Right? Hey, just hey, man, fist bump. We're good. This is baseball, man. I thought that was a very mature way to handle things. If you're Pete Alonso, very mature. He could have been a jackass in that situation, and by the and and so could a clap. They could have been two jackasses. <laughs> they could have been. They put so, it behind them, Jerry. Here's what I know. The Mets have won two of three. You've got Chris Bassett going today. They've got a chance. This Cardinal team is not a very good They're okay. They're not a very good team. Go win today, and then even with the Scherzer news, you would have taken three out of four from the Cardinals. Feel pretty good about yourself. And then I think that's the end of the homestand, and the Mets hit the road. So, um, not terrible. You know what? They continue to play good baseball, and they're keeping you engaged. And by you, I mean you, Al. Yeah. And and how about old man Albert Pujols getting a couple hits yesterday? What is is he forty now? Does that sound right? He's a man, Jerry. He's forty. <laughs> yes, he's a man. He's forty. And he became he he now is like uh, he one of his hits last night moved him up to number eleven on the hit list. Yeah, that's I mean. Good. He has been around a long time, and then you think about how it started with St. Louis when he went to L.A. If you remember, I think him and his wife went there saying they were guided by the Lord, which is fine. If that's what they think, that's great. The Lord sent them to Anaheim? Uh, I believe so, yes. All right. And now I don't believe they're together anymore. But for Pujols, man, he just keeps climbing up the charts. And, And real quick before we take a break, the Mets go to Colorado. Did you hear Gary talking about this during the game last night? Uh, I, heard, I heard them say, oh, no, I was, I was reading stuff on Twitter. It was not Gary. All right, so Gary was during the broadcast on SNY. They were talking about the Mets going to Colorado this weekend. They said, well, we're going to have a beautiful time in Colorado. It's it's going to be 80 uh, tomorrow, meaning Thursday. He goes, the problem with that is it's going to be low 40s and snow on Friday and then in the high 30s on Saturday. I mean, what are we doing? That, I mean, that's a on. weird – but I think like in Colorado – there's not a lot of humidity, so even when it's cold, it's not as bone-chilling as we get here, I think. Because I'm watching a reality show on uh, on Discovery Plus, and the people are based in Colorado, and there's snow on the ground. They're just wearing sweaters outside. Really? Yeah. So maybe, Well, maybe not windy, too, though. That's the other thing. If you don't have much wind, you can kind of get through not too badly. Yeah. 
But yeah, 80 today, meaning Thursday, and then tomorrow when they get there to play, it's going to be... Do you remember the game when Sandy Alderson was out there with the shovel? Yes. Trying to get the snow off the field? Listen, you got to deal with snow sometimes in baseball season. Think of, we complain about the weather here. If you live in Denver, May so it'll be May 20th tomorrow. They could get snow tomorrow. It does suck here, though, Jerry. It's freaking pouring it does. rain again. I, I agree. I know that. I know that. But you could be worse. You could be in Denver getting ready for snow this weekend and 30 degrees temperatures on Saturday. Terrible. Could be worse. Could be raining. All right. Let's take a quick. It could be. That's true. Quick break. When we come back, haven't touched on the Yankees yet. <clears throat> also, the NBA playoffs got started with a major dud by the Mavericks. So a lot more to do. Alan Jerry, warm up show till six on the fan. Haven't heard from the Jay Giles band in a while. Cool. 20 in front of six. It is Alan Jerry. Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Been through a lot already so far. I retweeted the uh, Evan Roberts post out because a lot of people on Twitter are yelling at me saying that Jeremy Hefner is saying it's not that bad as opposed to what Evan retweeted. So I don't know. Judge for yourself. We'll see. MRI today on Scherzer, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I saw that uh, a lot of people sent me the John Boy media breakdown, Jerry. Okay. You know, he's an expert at lip reading and breaking down sound. He says that it looks like Jeremy Hefner says, just his back, nothing bad. Yeah, oh, that's good. Just his back. Just his back. Minor issue. Oy, oy, oy. Minor giant back issue, Jerry. Jerry, have you? I know you have to blow your nose a lot now, as I have been the last few days. And oh. I'm wondering, I think everyone does the same exact thing. You blow your nose, then you twist the tissue up into a cylinder and jam it up your nose. Pretty much, yep. To clear it out. Because otherwise, you just blow your nose. There's all sorts of, you know, things floating Stuff. around with your nose hairs. and then, But if you... Make that thing where you you twirl it up, stick it up there, twirl it around, pull it out, throw it in the garbage. Then you're much clearer. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I've been doing. And I've also, for the first time, the Afrin is not working. Oh, is that right? Never been an issue. Your cold is or whatever you have is defeating Afrin. It's kicking its ass, actually. Is that right? So I'm a little concerned there because that's always been the one saving grace that, you know what? At least I can breathe and I'll get through the show. It's fine. That is not working today. All right. Well, this this is an Afrin. It's defeating Afrin, Jerry. Yeah, it's like it's got a force field around it. Yeah. I don't care for that. Interesting story coming out from uh, the Yankees, although this is in their minor league system. That they won again? <laughs> but the, by the way, the, two of the Yankees' runs came on a wild pitch. Oh, I know. Or that, a pass ball, whatever the hell it was. That looked like a nine-year-old team out there on the Little League field. Yeah. and th- And that was... They got all their runs, what, in the first inning, I think? Yeah, did nothing the rest of the way, did but nothing. they won. Yeah, Garrett Cole was out there dealing, Jerry. He was. Uh, but this weird story, the Yankees cut third-round pick Jake Sanford. This might be one of the dumbest stories I've ever seen. Yeah, imagine you get dra- you get picked by the Yanke- the New York Yankees, yeah. Jerry. They cut uh, Jake Sanford after he allegedly stole bats and gloves from teammates and tried to sell them online. He also like, allegedly scammed fans selling autographed equipment and never delivering on it. Now, I understand minor league players don't make a lot of money. I get it. But I think, if I, re- I read the story quickly, I think he was a third-round draft pick, I think. Yes, third-round pick. So that means they've got to think relatively highly of him. No, I mean, he's a third-round pick. Yeah. You, you have your future in front of you. Just figure it out. I know finances are different and difficult for some people. But to be doing it that way, how do you... Like, how would you do that in this day and age where everybody can track everything and not think you're going to get caught? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this guy just, you threw it away. And why would anybody now sign him? I wouldn't, Jerry. No, of course you wouldn't. Why would you? This guy, I mean, I don't know. It's That would be like me. Oh, again with the Sean Marks. Kyrie? That would be, <clears throat> Kyrie, uh, that would be like me stealing stuff out of your office. Do not do that, please. And then posting Al Duke's memorabilia on eBay or something. And I don't know, there's this thing called, you know, Google search. It come on. And notifications. I'm sure when you, when someone writes about you, I'm sure you get notified, right, by Google? No, I haven't. I've never signed up for that. Oh, you never did that. Okay. No. Well, e- either way, it's easy to figure out. And it's just an idiot. I don't know. That's silly. Now I'm worried you're going to start stealing stuff out of my office. Well, it now that I know that you're not signed up for Google alerts, I might. It popped right into your mind to you, steal stuff. Well, you got a lot of cool stuff in that office. 
that you don't take home. By the way, this was great yesterday. So Boomer brings me this robe, this this robe, and the put and gives it to me. Of course, I put it right in my office. Yeah. Then he comes into Eddie and I during one of the breaks. He goes, "You guys really need to clean up your office." I go, "It's all stuff from your office <laughs> that he doesn't want." He brings gift gifts them to me on the air. Then all of a sudden they're not, they're in the office Eddie and I share. I don't even think the office is that bad. Exactly, it's actually cleaned out. To be honest with you, it's got character. It does have character. It looks like it's been worked in. That's what exactly. it looks like. It does look like it's been worked in. By the way, Trevor Bauer and I. I have. I think I agree with Trevor Bauer on this one, Jerry. Uh, Trevor Bauer was not very happy with the length of Matt Harvey's suspension. You know, Trevor Bauer got, what, a two-year ban? He's still banned. You banned. Trevor Bauer is like, I, yeah, I mean, I think he's... it was a two-year ban. Is that what the total number yeah. teams are out to be? I think it's a two-year ban for Major League Baseball for something he wasn't found guilty of. Right. So he tweets, uh, Matt Harvey admitted under oath in federal court to distributing drugs, a felony in California, among other illegal activities like taking drugs himself in a case where a teammate died. 60 games. That that was kind of weird. You know, you're you're not wrong about that. Uh, Yeah, if you told me he got banned for two years like Bauer, I would say, okay, like it it would make sense. I mean, it's a tragic story. It is. Tragic story. Do you think he thinks about that every day? Yes, I do. How could you not? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, if you're—I don't want—I don't want to say he's responsible. That's not fair because he right. didn't put the pills in him, but he certainly helped him get them, as we know. But if you had a big part in someone in your life dying, how would you not have that come across your mind every day? I'm not saying he's sitting there thinking about it, you know, hours on end, but I would think that Tyler Skaggs comes across his mind every single day. Yeah, I would think so as well. And also, you know, what's happened to his career, why it's taken the turns it's taken, why he's done the things he's done. I mean, there have been a lot of things said about him over the years. Some I think he's admitted, some he hasn't. But, yeah, I would think there's a lot of – I know you're not supposed to live your life with regret, although you do in a lot of cases. I regret everything. Purchase, yes. I think he probably has a lot of regret inside that head of his. I mean, you think about where he was – Six, seven years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was. Top of the world, Jerry. Man, he had everything. He was going to be the next great Met starter. And I think Met fans really thought they had their next, you know, Doc Gooden, their next Tom Seaver. Now it turned out to be Jacob deGrom instead. But Matt Harvey had everything. And man, did it come crashing down. And quickly, too. He was the dark knight. He was a handsome fella. He was dating models left and right. He was hitting the nightlife. Well, that's the problem. And I think it's been documented. He kind of enjoyed that part of it a little too much. Remember when he had that nosebleed on the mound? Yeah. That was was some wild stuff. Yeah, I know, I know. And Yeah, exactly. Let's do good news now, Jerry. Oh, new segment. We went from bad news, the uh, Matt Harvey situation, Trevor Bauer. That's certainly bad news interesting good news jerry you are aware though most of the audience does not like good news they're gonna like this one okay 50 year old carmen electra jerry oh this is good news still looking fine she's joining only fans oh, she's not yeah. still with dennis rodman is she no oh, i don't know oh no that ended many many years ago jerry. many years ago many years ago oh i didn't i wasn't aware oh yeah so what do I guess? So we got to do. We got to pay now to what to check out her website. Oh, well, she's on OnlyFans. So right. You sign up for an OnlyFans account when she joins, and then you can uh, see exclusive photos. Now you have one account for all of the people you follow. I don't have an OnlyFans. No, 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 no. I no, no. I don't mean you yeah, personally. You do. Yeah, I believe you sign up for OnlyFans, and then you pay to follow particular people. Oh, I see. So you can get an account for free, but then to follow people, that's what you have to pay for. How much? How many people you think will follow and pay? What do you think she gets per month? Ten bucks. Uh, the other thing they can do on OnlyFans, I was reading with this one, you could have where she can have. Uh, you have to pay to access her stuff. Let's say it's ten bucks, and then within that, once you're in for ten bucks, within that, she could also sell individual pictures and videos. Jeez. Oh, it's a racket, Jerry. You know what, though? Good for them. It's a big enough audience. That's what she said. She said, you know what? All these years, I've had people tell me what I couldn't, couldn't do. On social media, they tell you what you can and can't do. Here's something where you can't tell me what to do. 
Man, that is something. That that's got to be really cool to make money just for being who you are. For being sexy, Jerry. Yeah, and I listen. I I know what she's going to be. The photos I'm sure that'll be out there will be quite. Um... They're not going to be pornographic. No, right? no, no. They're going to no, be no. tasteful nudes. Oh, is this true? That's what they're going to be. I think so. Okay. Well, she said lingerie. Lingerie. Shots. That's what. That's what I kind of. I figured sexy photos. Yeah, but, she, she said lingerie shots, but. You know, if it's see-through lingerie, she doesn't have to, you know, blur anything out. Am I wrong about this, though? Can't you search her name and search Google Pictures and still come up with a lot of sexy shots of her? Uh, Yeah, and she was in Playboy magazine. She was? Yeah, I believe so. All right. How much would you pay to see her every every day? So she's got to post, what would you say, a couple photos a day? I would think so, yeah. What would you pay? Or you wouldn't? Yeah, I wouldn't. We, I met Carmen Electra once we had her in as a guest on Boomer and Carton many years ago. Yeah. And I wanted to get a, I don't get a lot of photos with guests, but I was interested in getting a photo with Carmen Electra. And I remember I put my arm around there for the photo. Yeah. And it pressed her body, her side to my side. Her uh, boob was very hard. <laughs> I remember like being thrown off by that. It's like, wow, these are very hard. Implants, right? Breast implants, yeah. You were thrown off by it. And I have this really awkward video because... No, you? Craig or Boomer was going to take the picture for me and instead hit video. So it's it's just me with my arm around Carmen Electra staring like a creep out <laughs> for a couple seconds because it's video. <laughs> That's yeah, tremendous. Very strange. I'll put that out later. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get Boomer and Gio in here at the top as well. Odyssey Sports Minute. I assume it's Amy Lawrence, as it always is. I have it, Jerry. Uh, She's talking about the Buffalo Bills helping the city of Buffalo to heal. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. I got another minute or so until we get you to Boomer and Geo. Rangers lost last night in overtime. Mets win, but Scherzer hurt, and the Yankees win yet again. What else, Al? How about this, Jerry? On Tuesday night, now today's Thursday, so this was Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, Edwin Diaz got a save for the Mets, and Alexis Diaz got a save for the Cincinnati How Reds. That? How yeah, about that? Edwin Diaz saved the afternoon game, the three yeah. ten game, and then I didn't realize he had a brother pitching for the Reds. Me neither. Twenty five years old. I think it was his first save. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's kind of cool. They said it was the first time in twenty five years they become the third set of siblings to do such a thing. That would be like if your sister had a warm-up show at a radio station yes. in southern Jersey. Yes. And you guys were doing it at the same time. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. No, it's good for him. You know, who knows? Maybe he's got a big big future ahead of him. And that guy's on a scrub team, though. Not a lot of... Now, he's not going to get a lot of opportunities to save games, Jerry. I would think not a ton of save opportunities. The Reds are brutal. I mean, they are a terrible baseball team. A Reds. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.